Welcome to the Buran and Associates podcast, Insurance Banter. In each one of our episodes, you'll experience insightful discussions that you can turn around and implement into your business to become a more effective insurance professional. And today, Chris and I are pleased to welcome back uh, Jason Bogart from Deep Customer Connections. Good morning, gentlemen. It's fantastic to have you here. I'm looking forward to this. It's great to be here. Thanks for inviting me. We're looking forward to it. Yeah. So um, uh, at DCC, uh, we specialize in providing our clients with business intelligence. Typically, we're working with carriers, um, large brokers, um, uh, agency networks, um, those sorts of clients to help. Um, in particular, what we're focused on is the importance of ease of doing business. And when we're working with carriers, um, which is a lot of what we hope to talk about today, we're talking, we're looking at the importance of ease of business with independent agents. So especially carriers that are focused on um, the ind independent agent distribution network. And with those carriers, right? I mean, the everybody's always predicted the disappearance of the independent agency channel, but it seems to be going pretty strong. And there are carriers that are really growing within that channel more than others. Absolutely. And Chris and I've been working together. Chris has just a tremendous amount of really good financial data on on carriers. And then we have um, some really good data on the customer experience of the agents. So we've kind of been comparing those things together to see uh, where opportunities might lie for carriers. Um, in, the, in the past, we've been able to show our clients, hey, here's how you stand in relation to your competitors on ease of business. And um, people have kind of intuitively known how important it was, but now Chris has been able to bring color to that by showing, okay, here's the financial results that tend to be driven by how easy you are uh, with your agents. Um, in particular, we, we found some real correlation between the carrier's abilities to grow and the what we call our DCC index scores, which which is a, a consistent measurement we use that looks at 11 different um, factors that um, care of the carrier agency relationship and measures them in a way where we're comparing how important is each factor to the carrier's performance. And so it allows um, our clients to identify where the greatest opportunities for improvement are. Now, one question I want to ask on, on ease of doing business, because it seems like most carriers will come in and say, hey, we're easy to do business with. And then the conversation almost immediately shifts to their online quoting system and doesn't go any further than that. But when you're talking about these different metrics you're using, maybe the system's one of them, but that's definitely not the only thing. Yeah, actually, the systems are probably, uh, of the 11 factors we measure, the systems are, the agents tend to give them an importance level somewhere around sixth or seventh place out of 11. Factors that they give the most importance to are claims handling, um, various underwriting aspects of the underwriting um, relationship and um, process. Um, I think I think that's because a lot of agents look at the technology as just another tool. I mean, really what the agents want is the ability to actually as easily as possible, complete a transaction, be successful, win the business, and then move on to the next transaction. Um, so technology is just a facilitator, hopefully of that. Although we, um, every year we aggregate all the data from all the, uh, from all of the surveys that we do 
And um, this year, when I looked at that, I noticed that in spite of, it seems like every prospect I talk to and, and my clients, everybody's trying to differentiate themselves through technology and going through various levels of technology change um, and spending a lot of money. But it doesn't look like the money's really helping them when it comes to their interface with their distribution network because about 64% of the carriers that, that we measured were um, declined on the technology from an agent's perspective. You would think with all the money being spent that you would start seeing the majority of carriers improving from the agent's perspective on technology. And Chris, what, what kind of things are, are you seeing with that, with those carriers? You know, it's a race to, the, to be a clone. I think Jason's point there is really valuable. If everybody's differentiating themselves with technology, there is no differentiation. It's a waste of money. Differentiation requires unique. And um, if you're doing what everybody else is doing, you're just another lemming. So it doesn't really do anything. The really smart carriers, and this is some of the work Jason and I are doing together, you know, a lot of it's, ba- have they've really identified um, the key factors. And um, I like Carl Shapiro, the, he's a pretty famous economist. And he wrote a theory, or wrote a, a very well-known white paper 40 years ago called the, I call it the theory of mediocrity. And I, <laughs> my apologies to Mr. Shapiro, but um, <laughs> because he had a very much more elaborate title. Um, but this seems to work for my audience is to say the theory of mediocrity. And, um, you know, there's a an example given about avocados and the avocado is about, you have different grades of avocados, like different grades of all kinds of fruit, vegetables. And so most consumers can't tell the difference between a grade A and a grade B at a very specific point in time. So the farmer that grows grade B avocados doesn't have to spend as much money doing it, but he can sell it for a high, relatively speaking, higher price point that undercuts the farmer growing grade A avocados. The consumer doesn't know what they're buying as long as they buy it within a certain time frame. And most avocados are sold within that time frame. So the consumer starts buying lots and lots of lesser quality grade B avocados thinking that they're getting a great deal because it's a lower price. And the farmer growing grade A avocados goes out of business. So we have that in the insurance world today. We have it in spades today. And some of the work Jason and I are doing really identify which carriers are succeeding in this and which ones are not. And this whole concept that we're going to invest in technology and we are going to be the quality carrier and we're going to do this for our agents and what have you. That's all wonderful, provided the agent is in a position to recognize that you're a grade A. And number two, that what you're providing is actually grade A. I think one of the things that DCC brings to the table is a a true, honest measure of who is grade A and who is grade B. And that is, you know, understanding yourself is the key to success. But I would also say to our agent listeners, um, yeah, some of this insight that Jason at DCC provides is, 
it really highlights who you probably already know is grade A and maybe grade C or D. I think some of the other really interesting aspects of that is um, the cost, right? The the expense that that the avocado farmer that was grade B had a lower expense, so they were able to beat the the grade A over time. Um, and basically, didn't they run the grade A people out of business? Basically, yeah, um, because um, they had a lower cost point. They had a lower so- cost point. Yeah, and. And we're seeing that right in uh, the work that we're doing together is that the expense ratios are really crucial factors in determining who's going to thrive and who's going to die. And my experience over over the course of my career is when people go after expense, well, then they don't really always think about the distribution network and the um, and the impact on the distribution network. And, the, and so they'll cut in places maybe. Um, rather than being very surgical in where they cut, they just kind of across the board cut. That's a lot of the work you've looked at comparing our data with yours kind of, we think could help some carriers get way more surgical um, as they're, as they're developing their strategies for, for the future. Yeah, absolutely. Um, The idea of taking uh, an ax to the cuts, clearly the results that we we're seeing it, it doesn't work. It right. just make exacerbates a bad situation. Um, but the ones making surgical cuts and maintaining that high DCC score, they're doing really well. I think you found some interesting correlations between various um, expenses in our index and say commission levels, right? Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Um, in many lines of business, it doesn't seem to matter what carriers pay their agents. There's no correlation to success, no correlation to loss ratios or profit margins or, or anything. Yeah. And you know, what that might suggest is, is that the way that the compensation plans are designed um, works in a way to enrich distributors that are not providing value and simultaneously are not providing enough incentive to the distributors who could provide high quality value. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of ways carriers could pay the right agents more money and simultaneously end up with a lower net expenses. Mm-hmm. But this is that surgical part that um, that we're identifying. And I think it's just the DCC scores really get at the, the balance that mm-hmm. there has to be a balance because if you take the ax to it and the DCC score goes down, then we see a decrease in growth rate. Right. Which then has a negative impact on expense. Which has a negative <laughs> impact on expense. It's a cycle. There were two yeah. economists that worked for Chubb back in around 2000 um, that wrote uh, as a husband and wife team. I apologize. I don't remember their names, but they wrote of the whirlpool effect that once a carrier got into this spiral like you just described jason mm-hmm. that unless they get out at the top of the whirlpool where it's still possible they will soon enter a, a space where you can the carrier a carrier can never leave and it, you'll they'll die because of that and um, i think one of the other things that some of the results we've studied with you 
suggest, and we haven't proven it yet, but definitely suggest it, is that when you have the wrong scores and you have too high of an expense ratio, those carriers are probably getting saddled with a, a disproportionate amount of adverse selection. Yeah, like you said, we, we don't have the data to prove it yet, but certainly that would be a great, I mean, a logical theory. Yeah, because why else would they be getting business? If they're hard to do business with, yeah. What other business are they going? Our agents going to give them, right? <laughs> well, either they're really cheap, which doesn't usually tend to work out over the long run, right. or they're writing business nobody else wants. So they better be pretty good at that. What other things are there? I mean, commission levels and how that gets paid—that's been really frustrating for us at times to see. What else really is ranks highly in the strategies and tactics that that carriers can use. Well, I think you hit um, you hit on one at the beginning, which is technology. When carriers are spending money on technology, are they really looking at improving the efficiency of both themselves and the agents at the same time, or are they just are their IT people just trying to do what's easiest for them? So I think there's an opportunity there. You, you've got to look at efficiency in the transactions. I think on on for both the carriers and the agents. It's extremely expensive to just be doing shotgun approaches, shots in the dark, where people are doing a lot of work, and then um, it, it doesn't result in actual hit ratios. Um, a lot of work that can be done in the agency development side of carriers. I think there's a lot of work that can be done on the technology side. And then the underwriting, too, there's a, a book called Noise. You guys actually, I read it after you guys brought it up in one of your podcasts, and um, I think Daniel Kahneman's one of the authors of that book. And he, he talks about how there's actually a whole chapter on insurance carriers. So if any carriers are listening, I recommend you read the book. But what happened was these carriers hired this group of, um, of uh, professors to, to look over um, how much noise there is in their decision-making process, noise being the difference between one individual and another individual's decision-making. They thought that maybe their underwriters would, um, if they looked at the same case, would price it maybe 10% different. But what they found was the median difference was actually 55%. So that means from an efficiency standpoint that a lot of those underwriters are overpricing business or significantly underpricing business. So if you're significantly underpricing you're getting killed on the loss ratio side. If you're significantly overpricing, you're getting killed on the efficiency side because you're not writing business that's good business that you should be writing and your people are wasting their time. So I think there's a lot of opportunity to clean up the efficiency in underwriting as well. And, and there's a lot of things that go on in underwriting for many companies that um, they haven't really audited why they're doing it. And um, it creates friction in the transaction, which is inefficient and costs a lot of money. Yeah. I think to that point, one of the things that I've said for years is while you have people that are, this isn't necessarily a knock against insurance carriers, but you have people that are running insurance carriers are pretty high up that have a fundamental misunderstanding of the business that they're actually in and what goes on at the transaction level with the agent and the client and what really matters and what doesn't there's just it seems to be a pretty ubiquitous thing with throughout the industry 
I, I agree. And I, I remember working on turnarounds, trying to get agents to place business with the carrier I worked for when um, they'd gotten used to not doing it. And so then when you start doing that, then you realize where all these friction points are in the transactions and what you have to do if you want to um, begin getting out of the, uh, what'd you call it? The, uh, the whirlpool. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 And I think Paul, you gotta, you know, I think there is a major misunderstanding as what business we're actually in. I think it even goes further that we're in the risk transfer business and, um, you, to use your word, ubiquitous, it's like um, the way to save money is to just tell all underwriters to say no to everything. And then that way you get consistency and uh, you don't have to pay very much. And, um, you know, there's no risk transfer, but nobody needs insurance companies to just say no to everything. And uh, it sure seems like that that's a, a very common theme lately. Um, and what we're DCC shows is that's not a way to get a high uh, ease of doing business score. Mm -hmm. um, it's an easy answer, but it's not an easy, a good way to get an ease of doing business score. And I would, I would suggest too that that ease of doing business score goes a lot deeper. And we've actually tested this for Jason as to how the DCC scores compare to the scoring of other benchmarking companies and the legitimacy from the perspective, does it actually correlate with the carrier's financial performance? And the DCC scores correlate. We can find the correlations with their performance. Whereas the tests I've done relative to other um, companies, um, survey companies, there isn't a correlation. That makes the DCC program a lot more valuable. Yeah, and I think that's saying that. Jason's maybe underselling himself a little bit there. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'm too humble. Maybe that's my problem. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, a lot of the other approaches people use don't really bring the importance level of various factors into play and don't really define the key factors um, in the relationships and transactions that are, that are going on. Um, and so I think they fall short. Um, they, they also don't give a lot of good benchmarking the way they gather their data doesn't, um, allow, um, the, the carrier or the agent to see how they, they stack up compared to the people they're actually doing business with. Um, so it's kind of hard to make decisions when you don't know, um, if I if I move the needle in this area, is it going to make any difference? Um, but, you know, here again, then you start wasting money on things that don't really matter. Okay. One, yeah, one example of that might be um, now everybody has to have a certain amount of marketing and advertising. Obviously, um, you need to get your name out there. People need to know who you are. They need to trust your brand. But um, from an agent's perspective, a lot of a lot of the money that goes into marketing support um, from the carrier side is not really is kind of the least important of all the factors. You know, it still has some importance. They don't want a carrier that you know doesn't have brochures and doesn't have a good message. But um, 
but it's not the most important thing. The most important thing is execution and underwriting and claims. Now, if you agree with that, Paul, I, <laughs> well, no, I was about to say, I can think of, a, I, right now there's, there's a carrier that's advertising a lot. There's, well, there's a few of them, but one in particular that is having loss ratio problems is having growth problems, but advertising getting advertising out there. That's not one of their problems. They're doing that really, really well. <laughs> and I have another, and another carrier that's growing and has been profitable and consistent has zero advertising to the, to the general public. But to your point, they still have a, a decent marketing spend. It's just in the right place and cements what their mission is. And I, you can see it in the results, just crystal clear, crystal clear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, one of the most interesting aspects of, of doing this work is just how important it is to come back. Is the sur how surgical are you with expense management and measuring it? And uh, the two carriers that overall in most categories have the lowest expense ratio um, are combined growing uh, on a combined basis by $10 billion net premium a year and there's only 15 carriers that have 10 billion or so premium dollars in total <laughs> <laughs> to give you to give our audience a uh, an idea of just how important surgical expense management really is and you can have all kinds of different strategies but what's really cool about this is that when you have surgical expense management you also end up with better ease of business scores. Mm -hmm. They go hand in hand when it's done right. And uh, one of the points I want to make um, that I think, again, is one of the reasons that I like the DCC scoring is ease of business isn't about being liked. The whole idea of that, hey, how good is the golf this year or the trip that I'm going to go on or whatever else that might be, That's that's just being liked that's not ease of bit doing business and it's ease of doing business that's the crucial factor that dcc's really identified yeah a lot of the really successful carriers um they you know obviously they listen to their agency force and and take what they say seriously but at the end of the day they're very disciplined in their approaches um both in underwriting and expense management Absolutely. Well, this was a very enlightening conversation here. Um, Jason, anything else you want to kind of wrap up with on what uh, what DCC is doing kind of currently now and, and going into the future? Uh, well, we, um, uh, um, we're, we're just looking to continue to um, help more and more of our clients um, um, achieve success in their strategies. And um, we're excited about the collaboration we've um, had with uh, Brandon Associates um, because it's really bringing in what I felt has been missing for quite some time, which is, um, you know, it's very important. As people know, um, intuitively, it's very important to um, do a good job for your customers, bring value to your customers. But sometimes that's hard to measure on a financial standpoint, particularly in our industry where the financials are so complex. Um, 
and and the moving pieces are so many. So um, it's really it's really helped me gain clarity um, in working with Chris. And um, I think um, with with our clients working together with Chris and with some of his clients working with us, I think we can really help them improve. So we're we're excited. We're excited about the future. Well, fantastic. And those clients, just to remind everybody, it isn't just the carriers. It's uh, you know, agencies, it's it's networks, it's basically anybody involved in the whole ecosystem that could could benefit from getting a really solid understanding of yes. what moves the needle for them. Right. Yeah. Chris is like phenomenal at identifying which carriers um for agents. It's important for them to know which carriers are um, going to be the future for them so that they're not here again, becoming inefficient because they have carriers that are moving big books of business around. So I think you can almost flip that on the head with some of the carriers and say, well, what are those aspects that um, Chris has identified and and how can we um, fix them before they're a bigger problem? Okay. Well, we appreciate everybody listening and we will talk to you next time.